The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Welcome to the Rough House Podcast. Boy, boy, a lot to go over today. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Oh, Jesus fucking H. That's we got to get damn near right to that. We have to go to uh, the insufferability of Lana. For some reason, I got Uh, caught up on Total Divas. Okay. Rusev, you can do better. One man's 10 is another man's pain in the ass. And that poor Bulgarian bastard looks like he wants to have somebody fucking run a tour bus over his head. (laughs) Um, And uh, and can't stress it enough, guys. We got some good shit if you're a Patreon subscriber. All right. if you are a Patreon subscriber, we love just you. jump ahead like fucking two minutes here right now. Oh, now, if you're, not, rant. Here we go. if you're not, you fucking locust, you fucking locust, become one. Because it goes to Kristoff, and he keeps the goddamn lights on, yep. and all you're doing is just suckling from the free tit of rustling welfare, not giving anything back into the goddamn system. I gotta do this shit on a weekend. You know how fucking little time I have these days? We gotta do it on a fucking weekend now? All right, Kristoff's got a full-time job. I got to fucking hide in my basement and get this shit done. The minute that I leave, I'm back neck deep in a sea of children. And you're mean to tell me when Kristoff comes up with daily SGW updates, handcrafted from the annals of history. We come up with additional Patreon podcast episodes each month, fresh content, and somehow the goddamn Patreon subscriptions are down? Suck a dick. All right. If you're a Patreon subscriber, again, you should not be listening to this. I told you to skip ahead. But if you're not, fuck you. I got, I got, I got we have 44 people. It's about to become the OG 44. Okay. Cause that is, this OG is 538 of you motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If not more. That's more yeah. Yet there's 44 people subscribing on that Patreon page. It means a lot of people ain't showing up for roll call, asshole. Okay. When someone runs down, Smelzer, Dombrowski, Eckler, Schollenberger, Split Beef, put your fucking hands in the air, and not a lot of you are putting your fucking hands in the air, okay? <laughs> so the OG 538 can suck my OG 6 right now, because only 44 of you guys are showing up to the fucking dance with your proper attire on, and you're ready to cut a rug. The rest of you guys are sucking us dry, like a bunch of fucking vipers, all right, not the good kind that are RKO and people out of fucking nowhere. I hear voices in my head. They talk to me and they tell me you're fucking cheap. So 
so knock it off. <laughs> Can't fucking believe there's fresh content out there and you're just taking it. All right? You're fucking taking it. So I want to see fucking 50 subscribers next week. That means that there's six of you guys that can step up and do the goddamn Lord's work. And I want this bitch at 500 by this time next year. Because I feel like catching a fucking check from this at some point. All right, you understand me? All right? If you love doing something, you shouldn't do it for fucking free. And right now, a lot of you guys are flying in the face of that shit. And it's making me mad. Because Kristoff goes and works on fresh content. And the Patreons go down. Eat my recently diuretic ass. If you are a part of the 44 that are fucking listening to this still, I gave you explicit instructions. Fast forward. This is not for you. But if you don't, this is meant for you. So that right now, the OG 538, you're in fucking timeout. Okay? You're in timeout. I'm going to do a little math here real quick because I'm not great at standard math. Okay? 494 of you guys. There you go. <laughs> have some fucking introspection to do. You need to do yourself a little self-evaluation. Okay? 538. All right? I can't write down 538 on a fucking BGE bill and hope the goddamn lights turn on next week. So 494 of y'all, get your shit together. What the fuck is with great balls of fire? <laughs> Who gave that the heads up? <laughs> It had to be Vince. Great had to balls be Vince. of fire. I that is going to be the pay per view that was originally intended to be the relaunch of Bad Blood. Yeah, yeah, in Dallas where they held WrestleMania last year. Um, obviously, they're not doing it at the uh, at the Cowboy Stadium, uh, Jerry Dome, or whatever. But man, I just like I, I'm flabbergasted that anybody. That this made its way up the ladder and made its way, you know, through the um, marketing department, and nobody was like, "Are, are we? Is this? Are, is are, this? This? We're doing this? Oh, okay." People that are into Jerry Lee Lewis this. don't watch our fucking product, and people that watch our product know who the fuck Jerry Lee Lewis is. Yeah, I don't. I. But what does it even? What does it mean? I have no idea. Payback is payback for something. SummerSlam takes place in the summer. WrestleMania is a wrestling mania. Hell in a Cell is exactly that. Survivor Series, you're looking for the sole survivor. King of uh, the, the Ring. Royal Rumble is a match. Yeah. Yes. All of these things, for the most part, have backlash is the result of something that has happened prior. Right. Great balls of fire. It's going to be real. Tables, ladders, and chairs involves tables, extreme ladders, and rules. chairs. Extreme rules has gimmick matches with extreme rules. I, I uh, uh, Money in the Bank has a Money in the Bank fucking match. They all make some sort of sense. Um, I mean, Great American Bash didn't make a whole ton of sense, but it was done in either Baltimore or D.C., which is, you know, whatever. Um, I, I just... Great balls of fire. Like, I picture, like, an American <coughs> Gladiators. You know, the one American Gladiators game where the Gladiators up top with, like, a Nerf Nerf gun cannon, and they're shooting the, the, the Nerf balls, and you got the, the people at the, you know, hide the behind eliminator. the different... Is that the name or was of it? it yeah. the Eliminator? No, 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 that no was, it wasn't was the, the Eliminator. Well, yeah, the Eliminator was the, was the last one. one. The, the hand crank thing, and the... Yeah, it was the Ninja Warrior thing before Ninja Warrior. Um, but I, a great balls of fire. Like, was Jerry Lee Lewis even from Dallas? Is there any tie-in to Texas at all? 
And what's going to suck is we're going to have to hear them oh. say this over oh. and over and over again. Michael Cole great just balls yelling, of fire. Great, balls, great of balls, fire. balls of fire. What was the last one that was we were? It was eye rolling whenever you hear them say it. It was like roadblock end of the line. That's it. Roadblock end of the line was the last one. You're like, oh my god, they got to yeah. say this fucking over and over again. Roadblock end of the line. Before this that, it was gonna, fast lane. It was fast lane. Yes, and I get. Fast lane, you're speeding towards WrestleMania. Right. Roadblock, okay, wait a minute. I was on my way to WrestleMania, but I've been held up because yeah. of this obstacle. Unless Kane is involved and he's fucking taken on the honky tonk man, I don't get great <laughs> balls of fire whatsoever. It's super weird. It's uh, when is as it, fuck. When is it supposed to be? When is that? Um, I don't July? Know. I believe it's July. Okay, all right. Mid July. Is it, is it a Raw or a SmackDown? I don't know. I think, no, it's a Raw because Brock Lesnar is defending the Universal Championship at Great Balls of Fire. When did we get into a fucking Luke Besson movie all of a sudden? What the fuck the, is happening? The rumor is, and just reading some stuff online, Brian Alvarez, Wrestling Observer Live, a possible reason behind the WWE changing the name to its upcoming pay-per-view from Bad Blood <clears throat> to Great Balls of Fire maybe due to the fact that the inaugural edition of the former pay-per-view event coincides with the date of the death of former WWF mainstay Brian, Brian Pillman. Pillman. Yeah, I saw that. Now, I feel like we're far enough removed from his passing. Yeah. And the annotation bad blood, really nothing nothing about bad blood screams Pillman. No. Like if it was WWE loose cannon. Right. Maybe. Which or they WWE, say all the time with Dean Ambrose. WWE, bad ankle, something I would see. But <laughs> yes, and they say loose cannon yeah. all the time with WWE, come in my house, I'll shoot you. you yes. Know, like yes. It's, uh, WWE, it's loaded. Yeah. I don't think that many people would have been no. placing their hands on their chest and would have been taken aback by, I can't believe you would... would, would uh, be so insensitive as to name this bad blood. It's a common phrase in life. Oh, these two have bad blood. They use it in sports all the time. There's bad blood between Manny Machado and, and whomever the fuck. Or, you know, it's a thing. People say it and they don't think of Brian Pillman. And it I, is a raw pay-per-view. It's going to okay. be a raw pay-per-view. And in it'll the be Brock's event. first defense. Yes, they say that he's going to have three defenses coming up. You're going to see bad blood. Excuse me, bad blood. Great balls of fire. SummerSlam and Mania might be his only... The rumor oh, is that it. those might be his only title defenses until next year. Uh, <clears throat> I don't love that, but, uh, you know, I've I've gone up and down on, on Brock as being the, the absent champ. Um, you know, if he... He doesn't have to defend it as long as he shows up and wrecks some shit every now and then. That's all I really want to see from the guy is just to see him come in and just toss some people around like they're fucking ragdolls. Have Paul say some ridiculous shit on the microphone. And, you know, I, I don't need the title defenses if if we're getting Brock wrecking shop. I think I only all I would need is a little more proper spacing in between them, because if that's the case and this great balls of fire has a defense of the title <clears throat> one month later is SummerSlam in August. Yeah. So you would have July defense, August defense, and then September, October, November, December, January, February, March. You would have him not defend the title for eight months. Yeah. I mean, anybody I else like they'd strip the title from. They him take the title from him. Yeah. According to your own recent history, right. Naomi, Naomi, you haven't defended the title in 30 days. We got to take it from you. twice. Yeah. So I would hope they they have some some 
some instances in between True. that I, they don't do that. But I do like the fact that he's the champion again. He's a special attraction again. Yeah. But we do need a little bit more Brock soon because he has been a little too absent for my tastes. Right. And, you know, he had a... Who did he fight at? He fought, who did he fight at WrestleMania? I even forgot already. Oh, it was, oh, it was uh, Goldberg. Uh, Brock Lesnar and, and, and Goldberg. Yeah. yeah, I've already I've already forgotten. I've already successfully expelled Goldberg from my memory. Which kudos to me for that. So yeah, and, and who does he fight? I mean, where does where does he go? Uh, who steps up to be the challenger? Scott, you know what? I, you know what I would do? I would I would give him I would give him Big Show. Give him Big Show for a bit. Let him work Big Show to Braun to Reigns. Big Show got himself in such great shape. It's true. And I feel like it would be such a waste of the efforts that Big Show made. Now, in years yeah. past, I would roll my eyes at the thought of Big Show and Brock well, Lesnar. They had a match at Extreme Rules like three years ago. It was a chairs match. And um, and Lesnar just leveled them, and it was a squash. It was over in like three minutes. I think it would be worth <clears throat> them using the new healthy cut, intimidating yeah. Big Show for a little bit. Get get Brock in there with a big giant. Uh, let let show have some of his hard work pay off by being in a main event program without a main event title victory. I, right. I don't think a at this decent point, even he send off he for the guy because he's yeah he's been pretty public about this is his last year. He's not renewing his contract. So yeah, so let him put some folks over on the way out. Let him yeah. go over uh, big show. Let show and Ro- uh, let show and Strowman go at it for a little bit. Yeah, and then work on Lesnar and Strowman. Then they're obviously going to go towards Lesnar and Reigns at some point if rumors are to be believed. I think that's what it looks like for next year's WrestleMania. It's going to be mm-hmm. Reigns and Lesnar. Right. Uh, though I would much prefer at this point if it would to be Lesnar and Strowman. I think Strowman's got a ridiculous upside. Could we yeah. talk about his dumpster match? Sure. That was not. That was not. Outlaws versus no. Cactus Jack Chainsaw Charlie no. really shit the bed by cutting to the side shot of the stage where it showed them pushing Kalisto uh-huh. in the dumpster about a foot and a half off the stage. Yeah. That was not a smart shot. And the fact that they, God bless the announcers, they sold it like he pushed Kalisto off, off the, the fucking Empire roof. State Building. Yes, like they like large Marge fucking drove the truck off the side of the <laughs> the Empire State Building. It was it was kind of silly looking. It mm-hmm. was not a gobbledygooker moment, but at the same no, time, it was very eye rolling. Yeah, I thought you could have had him just maybe tip the thing over a couple of times, or just beat him up, or slam him into it. I mean, he was very dominant and a very Shocking. Right. I love the fact that they, they said, man, what a horrible mistake it was for Kalisto to actually win the match because now you've gone and pissed him off. I like yeah. that, that I didn't mind Kalisto winning. I actually liked the way that it was sold. Like, oh, you fucked up. You should yeah. not have won. Well, like you just said, like the guy flipped an ambulance a couple weeks ago. Why couldn't you just have him if he would have flipped like straight up, like from the bottom and just flipped the dumpster off that stage, even though the stage is shorter, it would have looked a little better than him just rolling it off gingerly and just tipping over, like having it be flipped with this huge feat of strength by this monster would have made a lot more sense. I doubt he would have had that much of a problem with it. The guy's fucking massive. Yeah, it was uh, it was silly. I still enjoy that his his trajectory. I really enjoy the trajectory of Strowman. Yeah, nice. No, I thought that, that was a a very silly match, but one that was it was fun to watch. But that ending, also coupled with the announcers really selling it so hard, was kind of like, Ugh, guys, yeah. that's uh, we all saw where he went off of there. That wasn't you know uh, Tony Hawk 
You right. know, uh, doing a backside 360 over the Great Wall of China. That was him doing a, <laughs> an ollie down two steps. It was not right. very intimidating. Also on Raw, and <clears throat> it, it, it's got to be said, um, th- I'm, I'm concerned about Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy has been more gimmick than Action. performer yeah. for quite some time. And he looks extremely stiff and old right now. His match with Sheamus on, on Raw was, it, to me, it was very hard to watch. He's moving around like he's badly injured. I don't know what's going on with him, but watch the fury, and by fury I mean complete lack of, that he goes off the ropes. Mm-hmm. I know he shifted his second rope leg drop to a second rope elbow drop because he's not trying to hurt his spine anymore. Mm-hmm. But Matt Hardy either needs to get back to this delete stuff sooner rather than later because it's coming. It's becoming very fast forwardy to me if he's going to perform. Yeah, and it's also I think part of the problem in that match was him going up against Sheamus, who is you know in in great shape and he's this big shit kicker, and it's kind of unbelievable that you know Matt Hardy the way he looks uh, and performs these days could even, you know, keep up with somebody of Sheamus's caliber at this point. Yeah, Sheamus should destroy him. Yeah. Sheamus should absolutely, unless he was crazy and broken and deleted right. and all that, and, you know, and they get back into that. Now, I'm also thinking, too, that, you know, again, it was more gimmick than performance. Yeah, absolutely. But when they get back to, hopefully, the, the broken Matt Hardy universe, will, will it, Will that ship have sailed? Are people going to embrace so. it? I think you know what? Will. I think I think it's I think it has, and I'm going to tell you, you why I think sailed? it has. Okay, here's why I think people are going to be in a year's time, kind of, eh, yeah, he got back to it, but whatever. Well, it depends on how wacky they let him be. Well, think about it. The thing that was so special about the broken gimmick in the last iteration in TNA. That it was this delicious dish in a land of shit. True. Everything else about Impact, outside of some stuff with Decay and EC3, Impact has been an absolute dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. So to get something interesting and new and good, by comparison, made it look greater to be than it truly was. Right. I think now that you're on a roster full of talented people with some good stuff going on and some other interesting things, it's not going to shine as brightly because there's other things I'm interested in. I'm interested in seeing, uh, and I'm talking about both shows, I'm interested in seeing Owens, I'm interested in seeing the returning Balor. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles always has my attention. Yeah. God loves Strowman d- d- destroying whatever's in front of him. And Corbin has a big upside too. Corbin's, Corbin's got an upside. I'm enjoying the revival once those guys you get healthy again. You have the Miz killing it. There's a lot of good stuff going on right now. The deleted broken stuff was literally all they had in Impact and made it look great by comparison. Now you've got Shinsuke coming up. Yeah. Uh, I don't think if they go full in again on the broken stuff and they let them get as crazy as they did last time, which I don't think they're going to let them. I think they're going to let them do some crazy wackadoo broken shit. But it's going to have a heavy sprinkling of WWE seasoning and directing and producing on top of it. It could be like when an indie director has this great film that comes out, but then they go and give him a large budget the second time out and it ain't nowhere near as good as his original film, Looking at You, District 9 to Elysium. 
I don't think that when they get into this broken shit again, it's going to be nearly as good as the first go round. Uh, you you may have a very good point there. I feel like it it has potential. I mean, if they run it back again the same way it kind of did, where like you know, but Matt started out as like Matt. Hardy TNA Matt Hardy which isn't the same as Hardy Boys Matt Hardy so you're starting off at a different point and then you know he slowly became broken but I feel like they may have to accelerate it a little bit you know and and it could happen as early as tonight we don't know at payback because we're recording this on Sunday late morning um they have a, a match against Shizaro um and a thought that crossed my mind is that um Shizaro lose and then they snap and beat and break the Hardys after the match. Um, and that could be like the turning point where, you know, something just clicks in Matt's mind and he starts to go broke in. Um, but he's been tweeting a lot more with like about broken brilliance and stuff like that. So I feel like it could be happening soon. Um, I think that even if they don't go full on as ridiculous as they did in TNA, um, I still feel like people are going to be into it. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I, I could be wrong. I'm curious to see it just because I'm curious to see how it's adapted to this WWE format and who they challenge um, and stuff like that. So I, mostly I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for it because Hardy Boys nostalgia. Sure, it was great at WrestleMania, but ongoing every week. The Hardy Boys never really had a lot of um, – on mic charisma, it was all spot monkeying and, yeah. and, and shit like that, which was what led to Brother Nero and and, and everything. So I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know which way they go with it. I think there's potential there, um, depending on how much they they uh, allow them to embrace what they've done in the past. I would just tell people really temper your expectations if they, especially like you just said, if they stick with just they just go with all in classic Hardy Boys nostalgia. You know, see the Dudleys. Or if they yeah. do somehow find a way to transition into Broken, because you made another good point. Broken started as a very slow burn with the multiple yeah. willow angle. You broke your legs, uh, dirt bike riding, and cost us yeah. the tag team titles. And it was a very slow build to this right. Broken thing. And I think sometimes the WWE has a tendency to rush stuff. So mm-hmm. it could be something like tonight. They lose. Our tag team titles are gone. I can't believe this. I'm broken on Monday. Like, ah, right. that was kind of strange. And also, the, the Smarks in the IWC, the Shikara crew, uh, the, the people that are into the weirdness, seriously embraced the broken gimmick. Let's not pretend that the broken gimmick made it into the mainstream whatsoever. The flyover states, all right. Sure. That was a lot of, uh, it was huge on Reddit and 4chan. Yeah. A lot of people in flyover states don't give a fuck about it. Uh, never knew about it. Never give a yeah. shit. It was a very small but loud minority that sang yeah. the praises of this. And very, very interesting. Very, very unique. Not taking away what they did. They completely reinvented themselves. But it was a lot of sizzle. Not a lot of steak. Because you look at those broken matches, as silly as they were, there's a lot of funny pre-shot spot stuff, especially, mm-hmm. you know the final deletion and the shit with decay and all the pre-film stuff, but their actual matches themselves have been D minus at best. And you're working in an era in the WWE 
where you've got Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. you've got Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. you've got The Revival, you've got Finn Balor. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. You've got some of the best in-ring competitors in the history of the WWE putting together some pretty kick-ass matches regardless of whatever garbage bag story they might be given yeah. to where now people sort of expect something beyond the pre-filmed sequenced stuff. I, I, I hope they have a good game plan in mind and they play it very cautiously. Otherwise, it's going to be a slow, dull fizzle and a can, lot of people... I, please. Can I counterpoint? Please. So the 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 final deletion and decay or delete and whatever the middle one was, um, those were funded by the first one was funded by the Hardys themselves. Yeah, they made and it. Then themselves. I think TNA chipped in. But can you imagine if they had a WWE budget, how fucking insane it can be? Yes, I think it would be absolutely bananas. But I have to wonder if they lose the kitschiness of it. If people, if Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat, right. all of a sudden sprung CGI legs and was throwing fucking lariats at people, would they start to go, okay, fuck this. If I'd, if, I'd probably pop at that. <laughs> I don't think they're prepared to go full-blown bananas the way uh, uh, Vanguard 1 yeah. would. Like, he turns well, into a fucking Transformer. I think that they. I don't think that they would do that. I don't think Maxels win in matches and shit like that. I just don't see them committing. They've never been able to commit to something that's right there in their own hands yeah. or own lap with the Wyatts. The I Wyatts know. have been ripe for some crazy supernatural shit for years, and they've never done it. Look we just at the get a budget. Spooky projector. Yes. Look at the budget that they had for the Wyatt family compound match against the New Day. And it was fucking swill. Yeah. It was a bunch of rednecks and black guys fighting in a fucking field after a three-day music festival. It and was lit some, cool. I like the way it was lit. It was lit very cool, but it was pointless. Yeah, and was. that was and a no w- ending. There was no ending. It was a WWE budgeted and produced thing. If that is an example of what they're going to do, I, have no, I do not have high hopes for it. I do not have high hopes for a WWE version of the Broken Hardys. Here's what I think. I think... That they go broken, and I think Vince gives it a month or two of seeing how the merch sales go for broken merch. And yeah. then if, if they go strong and well, then I think maybe we get a full-on batshit crazy high production sort of thing. Um, now, you mentioned somebody who I want to get into for a second. You mentioned Nakamura a couple times. Yeah. Why the fuck is he the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura? Why is he not just Shinsuke Nakamura? That's his thing, Why now. is he... Why is he an artist? He's the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura is now his new fucking gimmick. Why? That was what does that not, mean? That was a very awkward, awkward. He's not a wrestler. He's not a sports entertainer. He's an artist. Get ready, because that's his new fucking thing. That's I'm telling stupid. you, he's been too fucking weird. That's I think stupid. he's great, and he's oozing with personality. He is. And I don't mean to be a goddamn naysayer about some great stuff that I know Smarks love, but I'm telling you, Get ready for them to kill your heroes. Because You've the been Broken saying it Brothers, about him for a while. I've been saying, how fucking awkward was that exchange with him and Ziggler on Monday with the Michael Jackson references? It oh. went on way too long. Yeah, it did. His body language, he can't fucking act. All right, he's, he's like doing these like weird flaily shit. Yeah. And I know it's part of his gimmick. 
Take the fucking mouth Take part out, bro. Take the fucking mouthpiece out of his goddamn mouth. He cannot speak the king's English properly to begin with. Right. So let's place a fucking salad plate in his mouth and make it even harder for him to fucking talk. I agree it's his 100%. gimmick. Well, guess what? His gimmick fucking sucks. Yeah. If he has to have a mouthful of half of a frisbee on the top of his mouth, <laughs> speaking Japanese with a mouthful of plastic yeah. during an already too long promo. Yeah. Not good, man. I'm excited for their matches. I think Ziggler and Nakamura are going to have some fun matches that Nakamura right. will obviously go over on. But goddamn, that, not a good start to Nakamura's debut. No. Well, the one thing they have going for it is that they haven't shown him wrestle in the main roster yet. I think no. they're building the anticipation for that well. But everything else... Don't do promos with him. He doesn't. He didn't do long promos in NXT. He would just come out, say a couple words, and kick somebody in the fucking jaw. Why fix what isn't broken? You know, yeah. just just let him come out and wreck shop. You know, like his entrance when he first came out. You know, he didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. It was just his entrance. Like I'm here, motherfuckers. Let's go. Don't let the guy talk. Or get yeah, him a mouthpiece. There's a Not a mouthpiece, a, a person mouthpiece, to speak like for someone him. that could actually fucking yes. speak on his behalf. <laughs> you know, I got no problem if he doesn't say a fucking word. Yeah. I got no problem. Let what he does in the ring, and he's super weird the way he walks, and he carries himself in his entrance, and he maybe mutters one word or whatever. Asuka hasn't needed a mouthpiece, and she hasn't given very long no, diatribe. Short. Very short, very sweet. No one better than Asuka. Gonna murder yeah. everyone. Very creepy. Let them do the same thing. Because I'm not sure what people's standards are for, oh man, this guy can talk. Because he just can't. Let's fucking yeah. call it as we see it. He cannot speak competent, extended, intricate English for right. a company that is more verbal than physical these days yeah. with them having to sell characters and having to sell personalities. It's, it's one of the reasons that Roman did not get over initially is because he mm -hmm. verbally flubbed so damned much Yep. That people turned on him, but for some reason Shinsuke gets a fucking pass because do what do people feel bad for him that he's bilingual or whatever? I don't know. Well, Shinsuke, you can't compare Roman to Shinsuke in terms of of that because Shinsuke has a much uh, more proven pedigree than Roman Reigns, and I'm not saying Roman Reigns isn't an accomplished. In what regards, physical or in the just ring? Like, or uh, on the uh, mic? Just like you know, from his history in New Japan and what he's done in NXT, yeah, like. Roman now is is a lot better than Roman was when people turned on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's gotten better. Um, <coughs> I'm appreciating Still not that amazing they came on the mic, but no, no, and, and again, he never will be. Daniel Bryan was never amazing on the mic, right? It's it's very it's just it's it's odd who people pick and choose whether or not yeah. to like or not depending on who's being forced down them. If Shinsuke is forced on us, will people begin to turn their back on him? I don't know. He's got that indie darling sort of thing. Like, have has anybody had too much Kevin Owens yet? No. Um, no. Mm -mm. I mean, you can maybe make that argument for Seth Rollins, but they haven't handled Seth Rollins in, in probably the best way in terms of his, you know, the him coming back as a heel and the way he should have come back as a babyface and now the slow, gradual turn into a babyface. I don't know. Uh, but, but to quick sidetrack on Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is a pretty personable guy. I listened to him on Jericho, and, you know, I, the way he talks there as a normal human being not reading a scripted WWE promo was a lot more relatable. The guy, you know, he, he he's relatable. Let him don't, – don't write him robot um, promos. Is basically I think he is probably the biggest victim 
of the era of the scripted promo, yeah. scripted angle in the WWEs to where right. they would give guys outlines back in the day, Attitude Era. Here's where you got to get to. Here's you're going to start from, colored in, yeah. in the middle to where they're now literally handing people scripts yeah. that I think he is probably one of the biggest casualties of it because the writing behind it not being very good. I would love for them to descript it and at this point acknowledge how left of center it's gone and they almost treat Roman Reigns like those fucking Domino's commercials for the past couple of years yeah. where Domino's have just talked about how much they sucked and their cheesy bread was garbage and their pizzas yeah. were kind of lopsided where Roman kind of comes out one night and has like a hey can we can we talk for a second um I feel like there's a disconnect and I get it and uh, I don't know how to put this but I kind of agree with you I've been just right. sort of doing a job that I was hired to do and just to wrestle who they tell me to wrestle. And if I win, I win. I don't, I don't. But uh, I feel like you guys are like not into me that much. And just, I- I'm sorry if I've come across a stilt. And I'm not saying they can make him like meek and, and bitchy or, or meager or beta, but try and have, have a little self, little self awareness because yeah. I wanted him to go all in on the uh, fuck you, my ring now routine. Right. Which they did one night and then undid the next. I know. Now he's been off since after the you know the passing of his brother. So who knows what kind of Roman we're going to get tonight when he takes right. on Braun Strowman? But I think maybe some acknowledgement of his failings might might earn him a little respect of people being like, okay, because the wrestling fan more than fucking ever needs to be acknowledged. We, we're just yeah. a bunch of petulant children that crave a fucking tit to suck on. It's true. And I think if we get the, if we get, if we get the acknowledgement of, yeah, I get it guys, you're not into me. I, I hear what you're saying. I think people might get back on board and wipe the slate clean a little bit. I hope people will after him losing a fucking family member of all things yeah. and him coming back in. But uh, th- this is this is the pro wrestling crowd, truly one of the worst fucking groups of people on the planet. So I'm not going to hold That's my true. breath for that. That's true. But you, I mean, is there a disconnect between a wrestling character and a human being? You know, like do, does Roman Reigns music hit and people are instinctively boo because it's Roman Reigns, the wrestling character, not Joe Anawai, the 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 human being who just lost his brother. I don't. I'm not sure where the disconnect, how strong the disconnect is there. Is it um, as simple as new music? <clears throat> I think new if music he's over, will help. If he's over, and he's established, and the WWE believes in him, why not repackage a little bit? Same look, maybe get rid of some of that tactical gear. Keep mm-hmm. the gauntlets, maybe a t-shirt. Yeah. Same black leggings and all that, but maybe, maybe something new. Put him in some fresh row. Say again? Put him in some Lularoe. I have a lot of it here. <laughs> I have a lot of it here that either Roman Reigns can have or I throw into a goddamn fire because I'm swimming in it. And uh, we can't investment. get we, what well, we already have. The company won't take it back. Uh, I thought, we've already asked, really? Yeah, they're not taking it back. Uh, we've just essentially lost thousands uh, courtesy of this. So actually at the end of a year's worth of this bullshit... It's cost us essentially my relationship, time, and thousands of dollars <laughs> in my basement. So, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's a bummer. Good well, thing I haven't written off a fucking five-figure check recently to have this goddamn house worked on. So Yeah, that's not... Ooh. Now I, I get to not get that money back. Yeah, five figures. Mm-hmm. And not for the, low For the roof figures. or for the backyard? Everything. Um, Everything. Oh, no. No, backyard, totally separate check. That was a, all, okay. that was a four-figure check. Yeah, okay. no, this was, uh, this was stairwell, fireplace... Bathroom, oh, yeah, okay. drywall, 
lighting. Did you get your secret room? Vents. No, that dream's dead. No, no, no. Oh, I don't have okay. the money to afford that. I'm still trying to do the bookshelf doorway, but uh, right, yeah. just ain't got the scratcher of that right now. Still want to do that. I'm looking over there at it. I would love to rip that goddamn door well out and put a whole secret <laughs> doorway there. Uh, God willing, one day. But uh, not I the cards right now. All right. Well, let's move on to something else. Now, you were talking. we were talking about ring attire um, a second ago. Uh, this is a rumor that came out the other day. Uh, well, we've seen Kevin Owens the past couple of weeks on SmackDown come out in a suit with a freshly uh, trimmed up high and tight beard and hair. So the rumor and conjecture that came out this last week, and this could be a 100% ridiculous internet rumor, is that Vince McMahon is frustrated with Kevin Owens' appearance and the fact that he doesn't lift weights, so he's put him in a suit and may have him wrestle in a suit. No, that's there's that's, no way. I that's that the internet ru- It's that so ridiculous. Of internet rumor it's that reeks so ridiculous. of wrestling observer comment section. By the way, I, Dave, you're taking a fucking twenty dollar walk for ten cents worth of news. You got to <laughs> condense that fucking newsletter down. TLDR. I delete that shit in fucking twenty seconds after I get it. I scroll, 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 scroll. I'll stop sending this. it to you then. You can send it. But I'm like, I look at it, I and I'm like, this is a, this is the fucking Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, that's really I, the length of that shit. And he expects people yeah. to read that. Fu- How many fucking pages of that garbage? Uh, is that like, like thirty to forty pages? Get I the think, fuck weekly. out of here! Oh yeah. my god, you fucking nerd! Get that shit down to five I, good paragraphs. I need him to to put like headers for different sections more. Like when he's switching stories in like the first part, like when he goes from talking about the UFC fight to the Morrow Ronaldo JBL yeah. stuff. I need like a bold face underlined. Here's the Morrow JBL section. Here's the U. Like Give me I need a, a table more. of contents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little jump to um, Lucha Underground talk sort of thing. You know. Yeah, it's it's long, and thank you, Marty, for for sending it to us. Um, now, fuck sh- you, Marty. Don't send me that <laughs> shit anymore. Marty, kiss my I send ass. It. He sent it to me. I send it to you, Marty. I don't, I don't give man. out your email address because I love you. No, I love you too. It's uh, it's <laughs> subscribe to our fucking Patreon at gmail Fuck you. It's it's so fucking long. It's it now, speaking of ring attire. Can we please, please? Get away from the Ocean City Boardwalk White Trash Jackson Pollock singlet on the goddamn American Alpha. I can't stop looking at how shit-ass that outfit is. Put them in some red, white, and blue something, something varsity, something wrestling. That I cannot tell you how much I dislike American Alpha's uh, diuretic neon Crayola shit splash outfit. Here's the thing. They're they're kind of channeling early Steiners, but the early Steiners were in the early 90s when that shit was hot, and that look is is not. It ain't. It no. Ain't. I still a, can't a... forgive the goddamn American Alpha for going with uh, Grand Amplitude over the Omegaplex. They had yeah. a choice between two names. The Omegaplex sounds like a fucking finishing move in a fighting game. Grand does. Amplitude, I don't know what that means. What is amplitude? I is mean, that a real a- word? Am- amplification, I'm guessing. Am- I mean, I don't know if that's particular tense amplitude. What is what is amplitude? Is that just amplitude? That's, is that to the overall amplification, the description of amplification? The state of or quality of being ample 
as regards to breadth, width, or largeness, gracious, greatness of extent. So it's great, greatness. great, great. <laughs> That's a fucking terrible name. It's huge, bigly, bigly it huge. It needs to be the goddamn <laughs> Omegaplex. It's huge. It really, it's Nobody's huge. seen an Omegaplex like this. Oh, I don't know. It's... By the way, how about them fucking losing on SmackDown and having the Fashion Police wrestle for the oh, titles? Well, well, they beat the Colognes, but then the Fashion Police beat Ascension in a quicker time and it beat the Clock Challenge. That was great. I yes, feel like some I'm... people are starting to get a little bit of a push. Gender, obviously because of India. And yeah. now you got the Fashion Police who, uh, if, if, if reports are to be believed on house shows, are putting in some barn burners. They're great performers, but they've never been given the chance to be. You know, anytime they've been, um, you know, in any kind of segment, they they steal the show because they're ridiculously hilarious. And even they had a they had a tag match against Cena, and oh, it was or it was uh, it was like a mixed tag, and Tyler Breeze was dressed up as Nikki or something like that. I don't remember what happened, but like they were like throwing like. Um, fine tickets, like fashion police tickets in the air at John Cena. It was fucking hysterical. The guys are great. Um, you know, you can have comedy gimmicks these days. Just just let them go out there and be competent performers every now and then, and you could have something that people can get behind. You give me a fucking Breezango shirt as fashion police, I'm buying it. As long as the design isn't super awful, like Shinsuke's V sword. Oh, thing, the weird is, V sword thing. I'm like, well, he's Asian. Put a samurai sword on there. Yeah, like, come the fuck on, guys. He's never come across as a samurai or a ninja. No. He's a weird Michael Jackson that'll kick your head off. Right. Nothing about That's him it. says sword. But the right. Japanese, they all own swords. They issue right. you one when you're five years oh. old. Which gets back to a conversation we had on our fucking Patreon. The racism of Vince McMahon. They're yeah. all Asian. They must have swords. Right. Jesus Christ. I like a good samurai movie as much as the next guy, but Nakamura, a samurai, is not. He ain't okay. fucking Kurosawa, man. He's not wandering yeah. the Japanese countryside uh -uh. looking for a new fucking shogun to serve. He's no. a weird Michael Jackson wannabe that badly hurts people and yes. loves placing dumb shit in his mouth before giving a goddamn TED talk. So let's just have him out there in the red leather, please. Yeah, and back to Brizongo, man. You know, I think a Usos Brizongo match or Fashion Police, whatever the fuck you're gonna call him, I think it could be great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy they're getting. I don't think either of them have ever had a title shot on the main roster, so uh, either single or separate. Um, so I, I'm I'm excited for that. And speaking I hope, of title um, shots with tag teams, uh, tonight you get. Oh yeah, it's uh, pay per view tonight. You get pay per view tonight. You've got Enzo and Cass, again, uh, taking on the Good Brothers. Oh, on the pre-show. Yep. On the pre-show. Yeah. What, what are they doing with Enzo and Cass? Does, does Enzo know. cost him the match tonight and Cass starts to wonder what the fuck is going on? Are they... Uh, they've what are lost they their luster. The Good Brothers are... They've, the Good Brothers are on more of a trajectory than Enzo and Cass are, but the Enzo, Enzo and Cass never held gold in NXT. Mm-mm. They've gotten close but haven't held gold on the WWE main roster. Mm -hmm. And now they're getting pre-show. Right. If they're the fucking hot ticket, and they're the guys that can go out there and talk their way into a main event match, they are on the pre-show of a pay-per-view, which is not a good sign. No. Well, I mean, and really, this is... What's really upsetting me is that this is Finn Balor's first pay-per-view back, and he doesn't have a match. He's on Ms. TV on the pre-show. 
Yeah, that is the right. The, your inaugural Universal Champion is just doing a talk segment on the pre-show. God, Fuck that is off. weird. Yeah, you've got you know Bailey and Alexa Bliss, Owens, Jericho, Hardy's. Jezaro, is that what Shizaro. you're calling? Is that what I'm they're calling just, it? That's, I don't think it's official. That's just gotcha. Um, Seamus and Cesaro, yeah. And we have everything else: the pre-show and the headliner. Um, what do you think the House of Horrors match will entail? Oh man! And if you're listening to know. this on Monday or Tuesday, you can uh, decide whether or not we are right or wrong if you watched it. Yeah, you know, I I don't I I'm worried that it's going to be super hokey. From what I read and have heard, it's going to be. Kind of like Piper Goldust, they're going to film the first half of it and then end it in the ring. So how can it be a House of Horrors at the arena? Unless, you know, Bray has incapacitated Randy Orton so much that he drives a hearse into the arena and pulls Randy Orton into the ring to give him the last sister Abigail and win. I don't fucking know. It sounds hokey as shit. And the fact that they haven't described what it is has me really goddamn worried. The fact that they haven't described what it is would lead me to believe that they don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That I have this feeling that if you were to tell me that week of they were trying to figure out what the fuck this is, I'm not surprised at all. No, because no, there's no. no championship strap on the line. Right, which because, means Bray can win. Yes, which means Bray can win this, which and please let it. Bray win this. He yeah. needs the momentum going in. I would love to see him become a top face on Raw. Randy could go back to SmackDown pissed off and angry that he just lost. Uh, yeah. Um, and take it, it out on Jinder Mahal. And take it out on Jinder, which I think those two are going to have a fine match. I can't wait for those two yeah. to actually wrestle. Yeah. What is a House of Horrors match, though? This could be, if we're talking about all the broken shit from earlier, this could give us a taste of the WWE's capabilities to right. do something pre-filmed, pre-scripted, choreographed at a non-arena wrestling ring location. Which they've done in the past, and sometimes, more often than not, it's not very great. Mike, here's what I think oh, it's going to be. the Hollywood backlot brawl was great. Come on. It was okay. It was, that's a lot of rose-colored glasses there. Go watch the Hollywood backlot brawl again. It's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of remembrance versus quality. Was that quality. 12? Was that WrestleMania 12? I can't recall. I don't okay. know which one it was. Um, I think it's going to be a boiler room thing. I think it's going to take place in the arena in the boiler room. I think it's okay. going to be a lot of him chasing him Probably. around, um, uh, steamy. What if it was them like wrestling all night long where they start the match and then they just cut to the next one yeah. and in between matches they just keep cutting to these two assholes just chasing well, each other around the goddamn well, arena playing grab Let's grab-ass. check in with the House of Horrors match where uh, Bray Wyatt's beating Randy Orton with a plastic skeleton. Yes, he hit him in the face with a fucking <laughs> a, a, a pumpkin, a big yeah. cloth pumpkin that wouldn't hurt a baby, but he's selling it like he's been hit with an anvil. Yeah, I. It sounds hokey as shit. I, I just want him to go full on like saw and just be like have Randy Orton fight his way through all these obstacles to just you know eat a sister Abigail and lose. I don't know. What do you think Finn is going to do with Miz TV? Does that annotate that they're going to do Miz and Finn? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I I would be okay with that match. You know, a Miz can carry the promos. Finn can carry the in-ring work. I think the, the you know, and, you know, Finn's okay at promos and Miz is fine in the ring. I think, you know, the the combination of the two is, is fine. Um, sure. I mean, it's a fresh matchup, something we haven't seen. Um, and, you know, Miz is a good boost for Finn to get Finn back on the track to, 
you know, the championship, you know, I would, I, and I want to see Finn versus Brock Lesnar at some point. So I think that that would be a really good match if, if he doesn't do the big show brawn um, range trajectory as you spoke to earlier. But uh, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, since Miz has come to Raw, all he's done is feud with Dean Ambrose, and that's something we saw on SmackDown and not something we really wanted to see on Raw, so I don't fucking know. Can and is you... Dean, does Dean Ambrose even have a match? Is the IC title on the line tonight? No, there's no IC match tonight. What the fuck? There's no IC match. This is a very strange and very thin pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when Enzo was attacked on Raw and he was replaced with Finn? To yeah. take on Joe Gallows and Anderson. Did Finn in the Good Brothers touch? Uh, in the ring? I think so. And I don't think they alluded to anything. There is no no illusion, no nothing. I guess I'm just fantasy booking here that right. Gallows and Anderson go over on Enzo and Cass. Finn has his thing with Miz. He's, inter- he's interrupted by the Good Brothers. Maybe doing a little something like, hey, what's going on, brother? Didn't get a chance to see you. You showed up. You got injured. But now that you're back, we should catch back up. We've got some history. Love to see you. You know, let's get the club back together, man. A little something like that. A little too sweet. I, I would love to see him back with those guys. And there's going to forever be. I don't know. Um, I think he could be. He was, he was good as a heel in New Japan with those guys. Uh, yeah. as anything. I don't know. Maybe they, they maybe it's a face stable for all we know. I got no idea. They got a ton of faces right now. I mean, for fuck's sake, Seth Rollins face, Chris Jericho probably going away face, Roman face, Cass face, Bray is a face regardless of whether or not they want to acknowledge right. him as such. Strowman, I hate to call a heel because he's just such a freakish attraction. But that people are way into it. Yeah. Uh, Gallows and Anderson are definitely heels. I think he could use another heel, and I think it might be a creative line to send him down that if uh, if Finn is now back, make him a fucking heel. See, see what happens, but put him in that crew with everybody. He's a smaller guy who I think might benefit from having a couple of these big you know, galoots behind him, helping him mm-hmm. win a bunch of matches, and yeah. flip the script. It went from heel Rollins, face Finn, to heel Finn and face Rollins down the line. Yeah. I, Looking it, for I, angles here. I no, I know. Matt Balor made a really good point about that though, and saying, "Can a heel, can heel Balor still have that awesome entrance? Because his entrance is a super babyface entrance with the crowd and everything. Can you do that as a heel? You mean and I love his music. <clears throat> yeah, not not even just demon, just his coming out and doing the arm thing with the lights coming up and everything. That's not something a heel would do. No, um." But it's they, they Bray Wyatt as a heel had his fireflies and they continue to do it. I, I think uh, what true. a heel can and can't do is basically those rules have been thrown completely out the window. Valid, that's a valid I think point. they want people to react. They don't give a shit as long as they're reacting. Right. Yeah. And Balor doesn't seem to have any plans going forward. So I, I like your idea of, of doing a little club action with Balor as won't the, happen. As the guy. It'll definitely be Miz and Balor moving forward. <laughs> Face Finn. And it could be a fine match. It probably will be a fine match. I'm not opposed to it because it's a fresh match, which is something that the superstar shakeup is supposed to lead itself to. So so there you go. Um, What else? So, OK, so that's happening tonight on the pre-show. We've got. Hardys versus Cesaro and Sheamus, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, is there the oh, Bailey Bliss? We, we, who we got? We think. Uh, I don't know. I uh, it sucks to say I don't care. I I don't really. Um, I think yeah. I think Alexa's been doing pretty well um, on Raw, and Bailey, you know, has they basically destroyed any momentum Bailey built organically down in NXT by 
just I don't know how have they fucked that up so much? I don't care about Bailey. I don't care about Bailey, and that sucks to say. And I care way more about Alexa Bliss because yeah. of how hard Alexa Bliss is selling her character. You know, yeah. Little Miss Bliss, Five Feet of Fury. I she uh, shut I down prefer- a what chant? Yeah, she shut down a what chant like a fucking fiend. Holy shit, mm-hmm. she's good. I would prefer her for her upside. I would hope that Sasha shows up at some point and starts her shit back up with Bailey. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And again, I don't care. I would, I would, I, if I got to pick, I say Alexa Bliss. Um, alleged le- leaked nudes out this week. Uh, they're fake. They're so yeah, they're goddamn fake. fake. They're ridiculously they're super fake. fake. Uh, so I didn't I feel I didn't feel bad about beating off to them. Yeah. I did not feel bad <laughs> about that at all because I am I am jacking off to a myth. That's all yeah. I am. I'm jerking yeah. it to CGI. <laughs> that sounds a little weird. A little hologram with a man in the hand. That's all it is. I do not feel bad <laughs> getting down that these aren't real. Well, maybe maybe Sasha costs Bailey the title tonight by going full heel, and that starts Sasha versus Bailey. So then Bliss can fight against who are the other face women on. Raw Dana Brooke. Oof. Oh God, yeah. Who is on? Uh, you, you got, got you got Nia Jax, Emma, Dana Brooke. I think that's it for the women on Raw and Mickey James. But we just saw Mickey James and Alyssa Bliss on SmackDown. Yeah. So Raw Raw women's division is a little thin right now. I mean, but Nia Jax versus Bliss—they're both heels, but the size discrepancy there is so, yeah. so, so much. Like oh. I, I can't, I can't buy Bliss. With Nia Jax, what? Who am I okay, missing? this is what I needed to fucking bring up. Did you see NXT oh. this week? I watched it. Yes. Did you see when Alistair Black kicked that fucking guy in the head and he went down to the mat yes. into his prayer position as he fell, as his opponent yes. fell? It was that beautiful. was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. It was I have, amazing. I can't recall being so goddamn high on someone as I am on Alistair Black. I of I am I am in love with Alistair Black. His fucking theme. His finishing move. The entrance is, is great. He's oozing personality. Yeah. His voice is good. I've watched Tommy in promos. When he kicked dude in the head and went down into the sitting position with him, I rewound that 10 times and watched that. Well, and you're skipping over the fact that it was like a spinning kick that he nailed flush. Yes. Like, I couldn't do that in 100 attempts. Oh, my even God. If I could, even if I could let my leg reach that high. Just it, just with with skill alone, just to nail it so perfectly. And then just to drop down. Oh, it was, it was beautiful. And I do like that there was a little bit of a match this time. He's not going to be just Alistair yeah. Squash. But right. he, um, and I'm not sure who that poor, goofy uh, Hawaiian bastard yeah. was that he fought. Didn't really matter. Right. But it was really cool getting to see him fight from behind a little bit to be like, okay, this guy's Boy. even entertaining when he's getting attacked. Yeah. So yeah. watching him fight back, admire his work, stand up, black mass, yeah. sit there and pray. That that man, get him to the fucking main roster sooner rather than later. Just just skip him. Skip him over the bullshit. I guess they yeah. need him down there. I'm not yeah. sure how much they need him. And, 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 and am I mistaken... Okay, gender has gotten massive. Right. But has Drew McIntyre gotten equally as gigantic? Yeah, yeah he definitely beefed up from He's the last time he was huge. in WWE. He is terrifying right now. And if I am fucking Cassius Ono, I am going to have a real long walk on the beach while listening to a goddamn Tony Robbins audiobook <laughs> and trying to figure out who I am. Because when you got Drew McIntyre reinventing himself after being let go from the organization, and right. he comes back looking the way he does, 
when Ono comes back looking the way he does, he does. it ain't, yeah. oh, no, it's, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. McIntyre's back. Eric Young's on the way up. Alistair right. Black has debuted. You got Bobby Roode coming into his own. If you invited Cassius Ono to a pool party right now, he'd jump in the pool with a t-shirt on. He would. Like, He's the fat kid in the pool with the t-shirt. That was me. Still He's is the- me. Well, no, I don't give a fuck now. Back then, I gave a fuck. I was a fat kid in the t-shirt at a pool party in, in middle and high school. And I know the argument is to me like, ah, oh, they're taking all body types these days. Look at Owens and look at Joe. Those guys are very wide and thick. Yeah, ono looks is. fat as tits. He yeah. looks... Joe and Owens don't look fat. They look thick and heavy. And Owens has got yeah. a belly, but he's very large right. and very wide. Ono looks doughy as shit. He does. He it does. looks like you have the capability of abs, but not the desire for them. <laughs> like, you're never going to see... Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens with a six pack. It ain't no. never going to happen. Well, we said I, that about Big Show. Yeah, I I still think Big Show might have had some pharmaceutical assistance. Well, who cares? I think I think Ono really needs to fucking take a look at himself and yeah. say, "Oh my god, I've got almost a doppelganger in McIntyre, but he looks like a fucking after photo of me." They're both <laughs> six foot something, long dark hair. No, McIntyre isn't as tall as Ono. Oh, McIntyre's tall as fuck. Not oh. as tall as Ono, though. Oh, I think he's as tall as Ono. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, how, how Chris Hero height is what? Who we got here? Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see how tall he is. Chris Hero is six foot four. McIntyre's six five? How the fuck? Yeah, dude, man, you might need a new prescription, man. You're thinking like fucking Jason Statham's nine foot seven. <laughs> And, and Chris and like McIntyre's like fucking I, four foot two. Oh no, it just seems much taller than McIntyre t- in my head. I don't fucking know what's wrong. Well, with he's me. got that long horse face. <laughs> he does look like he should be pulling a fucking cart full of beer. Cassius Jessica Parker. Yes, Cassius. <laughs> Cassius Budweiser. He believes in the product. Hey, what did you uh, think of that Roderick Strong package? I was going to ask you about that. I didn't know all that shit about Roderick Strong, and I think that actually helps him a lot because he kind of – he's never been a lot of character. Um, there's never been a lot to Roderick Strong. The you know His performance has always uh, spoke for him, but I think adding a little you know true backstory to him helps – Helps uh, people relate to him. I think it's going to help him get a little uh, get a little over down in the NXT. I thought it was good. And I was, it was like, his mom shot his dad and almost d- killed him and shit. It was like, I still love her, but I don't want to be with her. I'm like, that's the most fucking redneck uh, Florida shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, that was <clears throat> that was very very weird seeing uh, seeing him because I think he was genuinely really really crying. I think he was. Um, yeah. See, I thought. I don't know if it was the angle. I thought it was a little put on the crying. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't seem genuine to me. But again, my eyes are clearly shot, so it could have just been me. I don't know. Uh, and also, um, uh, is it uh, is it Tyler Bate? Is that the guy's name? Uh, the, yeah, the, the UK champion. champion. Yeah, and uh, and taking on Jack Gallagher. Jack yeah. Gallagher. That was some nerdy shit. That was some unentertaining, diddly drippy fucking cosplay looking fucking my little pony shit there. I, if I never saw either one of those fucking nerds again, it would be a better day 
for me. I need people that I don't want to look like I could fucking fight and win against. And I don't know a lot about British wrestling, um, and I'm sure our British contingency will will correct me on this. Um, but I think a lot of it is comedy based. Like, did you see the video when the Elite was over there and Kenny Omega was commentating the match he was performing in the ring at the same time? Like, that's that's kind of what they do over there. I guess it ain't entertaining over here as far as I'm concerned. You got two fucking twinks that look like and they're an advertisement <laughs> of the back of the fucking city paper for a massage parlor playing pale grab ass inside of a ring surrounded by a bunch of fucking people that have never missed a fucking E3. These people <laughs> I'm not intimidated by. I want to be able to look at someone and be like, this guy could fuck me up. I don't want to identify with people. I don't. That's why I watch this. If I want to... Jack but you Gallagher, look like Sami Zayn. <laughs> but he's six foot three. He's a large man. He's very, yeah. very tall. He's 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 doing stuff that I, I feel like it would be impossible for me to ever do. These guys are doing this like British-based mat wrestling. Jack Gallagher, I... I Ouch. He, I Sorry, want. What, did, you just, did you just get by, attacked by a cat? Yes, yeah, I just got bit. I thought you were doing your best Jack Gallagher selling something impression just now. <laughs> Ow! Ouch! Oh, Ouch! Bloody I, me, that hurt a bit. I have been attacked by someone. Oh gracious! <laughs> Yikes! I get shall now, Zooks, man! I shall now strike you in turn, and now I shall <laughs> wait for you to strike me, and we shall have an exchange. Are you having a bully day? I'm having quite the bully day. Yes. And then Braun Strowman, Strowman runs down and fucking rapes them in half. Just. <laughs> the Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase w capital G lowercase k capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.